It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Oh, be that bad. Being a dick? Yeah, man. I would like to be a dick to you as much as possible because I don't get the chance that often. So you do it when no one's around, huh? No, I'll do it when Here's everyone's around. Here's the thing about around. being a dick. You can only be a dick when everyone's around because if you do it when no one's around, then you're an asshole. But you are a dick when no one's around but and I'm an when asshole, But I'm a dick all the time, so that changes it. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm 100% a dick. I can't be a conditional dick? You can be, but it has to only be in front of other people. The problem with me being a dick is that no one believes it. It is hard to take you, yeah. But when I try it, either no one believes it or it's just so off the charts that's like, whoa, that's actually really offensive, Christian. Like when you're a dick, it's it's people will expect it and so it's kind of funny. But when I'm a dick or when I'm mad, people are like, always thinking like Christian's probably really mad right now because mm-hmm. he's never actually mad. So it's hard for me to play around like that. It's hard for you to play around, period. I think what's harder than that what? is beating the Soviets. And how, what is this transition turning into? I fell deep into a Jack Ryan hole studying for this movie. Dude, how, were, how did you fall into a Jack Ryan hole? On IMDb, there was a commercial on the side for the Jack Ryan TV show on Hulu, on Dude, Amazon. you were supposed to do research on Jack, <laughs> yeah, not Jack Ryan. Well, whatever. Um, so I okay. fell deep into the Jack. I got to read these books because apparently this guy who broke his back in the Marines has overcome a debilitating injury and is, and not only became a CIA analyst and agent, but also a professor of the U.S. Navy Tell Academy. Tell the listeners who Jack Ryan is first because- Right now, they probably think he's a real person. This is a fictitious character. <laughs> yeah, Jack Ryan is a character from books and movies, played by everybody, apparently. Also, here's the other thing, Christian. Everyone's what? played Jack Ryan. Name them so, all. So many movies that I didn't realize were Jack Ryan movies are Jack Ryan movies. Yeah, you were telling me Rainbow Six, which is a video game and book, is a Jack Based Ryan Jack thing? Ryan, bro. Um, here are some of the movies that Jack Ryan is in. Uh, a Hunt for Red October. He's played by... Alec Baldwin. That's hard to believe that that's a Jack Ryan. The film. movie Patriot Games. Harrison Ford plays Jack Ryan. The movie Some of All Fears. Batfleck. Dude, this Batfleck. Yeah, Ben Affleck. <laughs> don't smush those two names together. Yeah, that sounds know. weird. This is I don't know. It's hard for me to believe that all of those are Jack Ryan films. First of all, I don't want to consume anything uh, that has to do <laughs> I don't with. Want to consume anything. I don't want to have to consume anything. No, but like anything with the leading character whose name is consisted of two first names, Jack and Ryan. Uh, that's they kind of chosen a, a lot of name. things. There's a lot of people who have two first names. Yeah, you so could be next more time two first names come up, I'm gonna make sure you hate that character. Otherwise, you're a fucking hypocrite. Why don't we get into the movie and welcome the baddies? Yeah, let's welcome the baddies because we've gone deep into Jack Ryan. I'll tell you one thing that made me really happy about this movie, Jack. What? The, By the way, that's the movie we watched. You did say it first, though, so you know. Did I? You yeah, did. I did say it first. I uh, avoided it. Baddies, we watched Jack. Jack. Uh, and uh, we also would like to say one of the lines, I'd like to quote a movie right off the bat. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 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 Yes, the principal of that school, Principal McGee, I believe is his name. Magoo. Uh, no, he messes it up. Robin Williams messes it's it funny up and calls him Magoo. Funny that this child makes um, 1930s cartoon references, but whatever. I'm all about it, man. Robin Williams could do whatever the hell he wants, and I'll let it slide. This movie it was definitely a movie where they just let him do whatever he wants, because I read What's up? that this was Disney's apology to Robin Williams. For what? Because he was not supposed to be associated with the promotion of Aladdin. 
What do you mean? To, what do you mean by that? It was supposed to be like a secret that he was the voice of the genie. It wasn't supposed. They weren't supposed to put his name on the billboards. They weren't supposed to sell that. Hey, we got Robin Williams. But how come he movie. didn't want to be associated with the movie? What did you? Because he want wanted that? it to be magical for the kids. He didn't want the kids to see the uh, genie and be like, "That's Robin Williams." He wanted them to just enjoy the character of genie. Wow. Uh, but instead, Disney was like, "Fuck that! Dude, we have the best comedian on our movie. What We're gonna a sell guy! That. Like that's that's the most humble and selfless thing to do." To, to not really sell yourself out by, like, taking the credit of such a magical I'm going to blow your mind a couple of times about Robin Williams today, and you're going to end this episode loving him more than you already love Dude, him. Dude, but we've already reviewed Hook. That episode was crazy because yeah. how can you not love Robin Williams even more than when he played Peter Pan? Where did Pan? Hook come out? 96? Uh, probably 93, 95. We'd have to fact check that, but I'm not sure. Because he is working with some Class A pipe-hitting directors. Yeah. Because Hook was Spielberg. Yes. This is Francis Ford Cope. Yeah, and for you listeners out there that don't know who that is, he directed the infamous Godfather trilogy. <laughs> He's a winemaker. <laughs> <laughs> and also makes wine. And he also did uh, Apocalypse Now, where there is an actual wine based off of just that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his wine's actually not that bad. I'll be honest. The Cabaret. The Cabaret. The Cabaret. The Cabaret. <laughs> the Cabernet is um, very fruity folk. Um, you're pretty forward. Hey, we watched the no movie. No one asked for that insult, dude. <laughs> Keep that to yourself, man. <laughs> you can't just be throwing out insults like that. You can, you can, Jack, 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 my boy. What? Jack. When you hear the name Jack, do you just? I drank a bottle of Jack in honor for this movie. Wow, you're turning into an alcoholic. You're talking about fruity forward Cabernet and uh, just a bottle of Jack. You, you need Wake some help. up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Don't you ever reference Kesha on this podcast. Kesha? Ke- you don't even know how to say your name. Continue, please, with the nitty gritty. Um, my name is Alejandro, and I'd like to present the Nitty Gritty Committee. Here you go. This movie is called Jack. It's rated PG-13 and was released in the year 1,996. It has a runtime of one hour and 53 minutes, or... 113 minutes for Melissa. Uh, it has a rating of 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb and 18.18% on Rotten Tomatoes uh, and then a 31% on the Metacritic. Uh, Christian. What's up? I would like to ask you the question of the day. All right. Ask it. Who are you voting for in the next presidential election? Whoa, man. I'm not trying to get political or put my political opinion out there. Hmm. Yeah, but I'm sure you can You're guess gonna enough. You're going to write in your dog's name. <laughs> yep. I'm just going to crumple up the ballot and throw it away. Be like, I don't believe in this. Have you did you have you ever voted on a paper ballot? I yeah, haven't. Oh. Yeah, dude. I've gone in. They, they have it at the elementary school like down the street. Even when I go in, it's oh, that's a good point. I guess it is paper. Yeah, it, it's paper. I don't actually vote because I hate democracy. Uh, Damn, Chris, dude. would you like to guess what percentage of Google users approve of this film? Uh, 86%. That's very close. Ooh, higher or lower? Lower. 85%. 81%. That's not that close. You're in the 80s, bro. I'm trying okay. to give you fucking throw you a bone, bitch. Okay, well, 81%. That's uh, a lot lower than what I would anticipated. Synapses coming at you. Right at you. After an unusually short pregnancy, very short. Super short. Karen Powell, played by Diane Lane, gives birth to a baby boy whose body ages much faster than the normal rate. With her husband, Brian, played by... Brian Kerwin. <laughs> Karen raises their son, Jack, played by Robin Williams, who appears to be a 40-year-old man when he is only 10. Though Jack ages 
rapidly physically, he is mentally and emotionally still a young boy, which causes him to be considerably difficult. Eventually, Jack gains the support of his peers, and with the help of them, he lives a fuller life. I just want to say, I'm still crying from this movie. I didn't want to do this movie. You suggested this movie over a month ago, and I've been pushing it off because I know how sad this movie You've is. You've said every single time I brought it up, but Christian, it'll make me cry. It made, And it did this time. How can it not every single time? It had a budget, Christian, of $45 million. Uh, I believe it made, let's say, $80 million. Oh, uh, okay. What were you going to say? I was going to tell you that I only have the number for the opening weekend. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to guess what it made on the opening weekend. Yeah. I guess, let's say, $65 million. $58.6 million. Ooh, that was pretty close. Nice. Um, This does not have good critic. Critics did not really like this no. film. Uh, I do have one quote here. Uh, it says, Robin Williams's childlike energy is channeled in all the wrong places. What? Uh, some parts were a little weird and cringy. Uh-oh, my nose is starting. Some parts were a little weird and cringy. But for the most part, mm-hmm. um, I think he did a really good job. He was very deep into character. And there's some things that he did that are very... It's like when What's up? Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. was doing a teenage girl on Freaky Friday. That's right. What, part of it that made it so good was like, wow, look at her go. I mean, it's almost impossible for there to not be some cringy moments when you are a full-grown man and your purpose in the movie is to play a 10-year-old child. I think he did way more of a fantastic job than Adam Sandler, and that's not discrediting Hmm? Adam Sandler at all when Adam Sandler was playing uh, Billy Madison. That's kind of like the same thing. I did think about Billy Madison while I was watching this film, but Billy Madison, I think, is significantly funnier than this film, not to be a dick. Well, because it has... It's overtly funny. It's because it has the ability... And the barriers to be kind of crude because it's an Adam Sandler uh, yeah, definitely. film. And I was kind of hoping we could see Robin Williams progress. I would have liked to see him go to high school or seeing his first day because it's not like those. It, well, I guess he would age with those friends. This was really just too. like one year that it took place, and they jumped not even seven like a years. Month. Yeah, I was it really not a month. I I would think because they took that like graduating class of fifth grade photo at uh, in the middle of the movie. That maybe that was a you know class photo at the beginning of the year. Uh, maybe. Depends on when he transferred. It could have been the middle of the year when he was transferred. This movie was nominated. For what? For worst picture of the year. You're kidding. But it lost to the movie Striptease. Okay, with, uh, Demi Moore? Demi. Demi Moore? That makes sense. That's not that good of a film. But this movie, I can't even imagine it getting it, getting nominated for that. This movie is good. It has some very big problems. Number one. What? Bill Cosby. Well, at that time, he wasn't a big problem. He could do no harm. No, not at all. He was actually probably at that time doing the most harm, actually. But we didn't know. We didn't know. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. Knowing what we know now, I don't think it was appropriate to throw Bill Cosby in a treehouse full of other kids. Actually, his thing wasn't about children. It's it's not like he's Michael Jackson, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I have no problem with him and children. It's him and adult women. That's the problem. I don't even think he has one scene with an adult woman, maybe Diane Lane once in the movie, but still, I don't know. He must talk to Diane Lane, does he? Uh, yeah, once or twice because he has to like- Diane Lane. Looking like a snack. Is that what you're going to say? No. I mean, I don't disagree, but again, women are more than just their physical beauty, Christian. Of course, and Diane she's a great Lane actress. And, uh, plays an incredible mother Incredible. In this is the best mother- and also, when she plays Martha Kent, she's an incredible mom. This she raised both reverse Benjamin Button 
and Superman. She raised just a blip in time, a small little drop on somebody who's going to die instantly, and also an eternal being who's going to live till the day the earth collapses. This, she's just a strong woman. She's a great mother. She's getting thrown all these curveballs. First of all, one big through line that this movie plays on is parenthood. And yes. like a very challenged parenthood with some unorthodox obstacles. This so she she her water broke and she was getting contractions within the first trimester of her pregnancy. So in the first two months she was pregnant for two months. Yeah, ten weeks is I think what they what they say. It, in it's the funny film. that in the in, at the party she's like getting bigger as she's dancing. I and thought there, yeah. I thought she got pregnant at the party. I didn't know what was going on because those two girls at the party off to the side were saying, Haters. "Oh, she's bloated. She's just fat." So many cutaways to people in the background while main action is going on in a different spot mm -hmm. that uh, is, is very fun. And one of my favorite bits, we'll get to it, uh, but when they're playing basketball, yeah, there's the one kid who's hitting on that other girl with like Pez candy and like reading, yep. his, reading her palm and shit. And, yeah, they're like really trying kid. to flesh out all these side characters. But uh, then they never went back to them. No, I just, they just had their little bit and then that was it. But nonetheless... This is your movie. Take the, take the reins, cowboy. Dude, I, I brought this movie to you because I, I saw it as a kid numerous amounts of times, and I've cried so much that I was dehydrated as a child. Um, and I think it just hit some really solid, relatable points. Like, how would you feel if you had a child that was given that condition? Like, how heart-wrenching would that be? Like, life is such is such a weird thing. And we already play off of the fact that we think that life is short but to live life where you age four times as fast as the regular human being mm -hmm. that's that's pretty insane to me i think i just i'm sorry i think i just deleted all of my notes for this movie what the hell um so I <laughs> well i guess you gotta say fuck the notes and we just gotta roll off of it how did you delete your notes i have no idea here they are i got it i got it i got it i got it okay so from the tippy top or the bit of butt uh, I guess the tippity top. Take it away. Um, yeah, so it starts off at the Halloween party. She gets contractions uh, within the first trimester. I was just asking you, how would you feel if you? Wow, you were asking me a question. Yeah, I was dude. Afraid, wait, I was afraid wait that you were fucking me listen to me, man. <laughs> this is a podcast where you have headphones, headphones on, you, and you might—they're actually not plugged in. They. I'm looking at it right now. It's plugged in. Hmm. You have no excuse to not be listening to me right now. Okay, so what was the question? How would you feel in this situation, man? How heart-wrenching would it be to have a child who you know is going to pass away before you due to some very rare disease where his cells are aging very rapidly? I guess if I was the parent and the doctor told me that this was going to happen at, like, the infant age, I would, like, take it to a farm and just let it go free. What the? You can't just do that with a human. You can't just, just do that with I'm a just baby. Kidding. I'm just kidding. That's, that's not at all what I would do. You know what was ha what I thought was happening in this movie, uh, because I knew what the premise was, and now that I'm watching it from a new perspective as an adult, I was like, okay, it's starting off at a party. Is she fucking up the pregnancy because she's like drinking during this party? Ooh, interesting. That's was what she, I thought. Because no, she was already. You know what? That's probably why they make it. So that they say she's been pregnant for a couple of months. So that's yeah. why she's not. She knows, she knows not to drink. She knows. At least maybe. I just thought it was a weird opening that was like in the party. I was like, "Ooh, is she doing something?" Bad? I thought she was getting pregnant at the party. I thought like somebody like like hip thrusted her too hard, and then she was like, "Am I pregnant?" Like I don't think that's how sex works, dude. Oh yeah, but and I don't think this is how life works. This movie is not. Yes. Also, blows my mind that this is a Disney film made for families. Yeah. It's rated PG thirteen. Yes. It could potentially be rated R. 
Mm, potentially. You could take any concept, though, and make it rated R. Of course. Let's add a knife and some blood. <laughs> and some blood. Make it, let's call in Quentin Tarantino real quick. So she gives birth to this baby. Yes. Grows at four, or it ages four times faster than a normal person. Yeah. So and That's crazy to me. They are homeschooling him. They raise him at home. Yeah. But by the time he reaches the age of 10, he really wants to go to school. Mm-hmm. And his tutor, played by Bill Cosby, thinks that it's maybe... Right. The, yeah. Sidebar. Bill Cosby has a nasty soul patch on. I kind of like the soul patch on. Nah, Cos. It looks like he was trying to. He was eating some chocolate pudding and uh, <laughs> missed the spot right underneath his lower lip. It's the flavor saver, bro. Mm, that's disgusting. I never want to hear a soul patch associated with that term. A flavor saver. Yeah, that's what it's called. You save it for later. A flavor saver. That's disgusting. Get a Tupperware if you're trying to save some food. It's not for food. I could see you with a soul patch. Don't ever do it. I could just see you with it. Um. What's up? I'm looking at my notes here. Uh, so, yeah, his tutor says it's probably time he can go to school. And then the, then Diane Lane and Brian are like, Ugh, I don't know. Should we do it? Shouldn't we do it? He's going to get made fun of, which is a fair thing to worry about. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's one thing I thought about was as a parent. I don't know how it is because I'm, I'm not a dad yet. You're not a dad? No. This movie really. Who's that child running around? What? Don't tell the listeners that. I don't have a random child running around. I'll go put him back in the cage. Makes then. me sound and don't put children in cages. We've talked about this before. Stop making me sound bad. What I was trying to say was that this movie really maybe put myself in a position of parenthood. I you know, they're being very protective of Robin Williams, but at one point is protecting your child actually harmful to his or her development, you know? Yeah. So, Helicopter parenting is a difficult uh, thing to do. Yeah, dude. I, I have a friend. Actually, I think it's easy, but it, yeah. Uh, you're going to be a helicopter parent? No, I think it's easy for parents to do, for sure. Uh, I'm probably not going to be a parent. Dude, you really don't think so? Not right now. Of course not right now. <laughs> no, thanks. Um, Jack, though, yes. gets to school and immediately knows that the kids are going to be kind of weird, and rightly so. But arguably, even though the kids are kind of making fun of them, they are way nicer than kids would be. Yeah. They well, are that so particular much nicer. Group, yeah. I think this movie did try to depict that. Of course, at first, they're going to be very judgmental, calling him a freak, saying that the basketball that Jack picks up is contaminated. That's that's a, that's, that's pretty much as fucked up as kids get. Yeah, dude. That that's made, the boo-boo shit. Mm-hmm. Like, as a kid, did you did kind you, of experience stuff like that? Well, no, I, of course not. Um, did you get? Did you have the cooties? I feel like you had cooties in No, actually, school. what's crazy you is that- You definitely had cooties. Uh, you definitely had co- cooties. You definitely had cooties. No, I didn't have cooties. Here's the thing. I was the I was hanging out with some girls when I was in elementary school, man. So then you definitely had cooties then. What? No, and I was hanging out with some dudes too. Like there's just like it was kind of cool so that I was hanging out with in girls. Both sets of cooties, huh? N- what? Is that how you viewed elementary school? Was like, ooh, this person like cuz cooties are, didn't really exist at mine. What? No. Cooties mean you're lame. No, cooties We must have been in advanced elementary school. You said the cooties word so much that now it doesn't sound like anything to me. It just sounds like nonsense. It's kind of like when you say the word elbow too much and like... Any word. Elbow. (laughs) Elbow's a weird word. Elbow. Elbow. But no... L-B-O-W. It didn't... uh, It wasn't like that for me at my school. Uh, No. I mean, we did have some judgmental uh, kids at my school. I'll tell you what never happened in my school. Ain't nobody ever poked me with a stick. Dude, that girl was poking Jack with a stick the first day he came there. The all these kids have the minds of high schoolers. Yes, like they're all hidden at age eighteen. Wait, ex- expand on that. Please. So, like Louis' letter at the end of the movie, very touching. A child didn't of write course. that; an adult wrote that. 
Well, that's I, that's because the I other, think he matured uh, at an exponential mature. rate. The other after kid, Jack arrived. Well, hang on. When J Lo, who's the teacher? <laughs> J Lo's still looking like how she looks like now. That uh, girl J- is fifty years old right now. Doesn't look like a day great. over twenty five. She's probably not in, the, in this movie, dude. I'd give her all of my red gummy bears. When she asks the kids to write what they want to be when they grow up, one kid immediately looks up at her and goes. I want to be a gynecologist. And I was like, what That the kid's fuck? disgusting. And this is a Disney film. And she goes, well, I want reasons why. And he goes, you're my reason why. That's the worst pickup line ever. It's pretty gross. Dude, all of these kids are falling in love with J-Lo. My note was, man, the 90s were wild. <laughs> wild. Did you see those haircuts? Wild. And, and did Marlboro, Marlboro have like uh, funding in this movie? No clue. A I... lot of Marlboro cigarettes in this film. Yeah, the dad was smoking. Uh, the Fran Drescher was sm- Fran Drescher. Fra- I'm sorry, Fran Drescher is yes. in this movie, aka the nanny from the Nick at Night show, aka Chandler's girlfriend. No, no, that is not her. You sure? That's not her at all. I bet you. Nope. I can- you want to bet money on it? I always want to bet money. Okay. How much? Name the price. You name the price. I I bet I will bet you. You pick the number. But Fifty dollars. Of- oh. Fifty dollars. Oh. I'll be as confident to say. $100 if you want to bet 100 bucks right now that that is not Chandler's ex from Friends. No, thanks. Janice? Not Janice. No, you're fucking Janice, bro. Don't call me weird names like that. Um, I think it's funny when he does talk to Fran Drescher and she gives him a book of matches that she writes her number on. Yeah. And then he goes home and he calls his dad. He's telling his dad all about his day. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, she gave me matches. He's yeah. like, I, had, I met a lady. She gave me matches. That was beautiful acting by Robin, Robin Williams. Robin Williams' little Robin Williamisms which are his little like throwaway lines or his very quick one on top of another jokes that he does mm-hmm. are done very well. The, yeah. the, his acting in this is very of the Robin Williams style. Yes. Very different from Pan because in Pan he's trying to play an adult and in this one he is clearly playing a child. You can see the differences in it very easily and he does an incredible job playing both aspects of that spectrum. I know a lot of critics are shitting on the fact that he has some cringy moments but I have to completely... Of course he does because he's fucking Robin Williams. I have to completely disagree. I don't think they could have chosen any other actor. That I'm, I agree, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, they. but parts are cringy. I mean, uh, an adult climbing into a bed with two other adults because he has a bad it's dream. It's meant to be. It's supposed to play on those unusual things that a 10-year-old boy, mm-hmm. mentally, with a 40-year-old physical body, all those unusual things that would actually occur. Because if that was a 10-year-old boy, that's not unusual at all. To jump into bed with your parents no, because you had a bad nightmare. But it does look weird. It does look weird. That's the point. Of course, that's the comedic aspect of this entire film. Does Robin Williams look older than his parents? Yeah, yeah. I don't think his parents are that old yet. It looks like they were like in their mid-twenties when they had Robin Williams, and so they're probably in their mid-thirties. He is 10 years old at this point. Quadruple that. He's 40 years old. What I I think, and no other actor could have those eyes that are so innocent like a child, just like Robin Williams. I think that he's... Uh, he, the scene where he's looking at the cocoon mm. and it's Bill Cosby talking about like, look at that kid. Uh, the, I've, look at those eyes. Those eyes are so innocent. Sure. And he watches that cocoon unravel into a beautiful butterfly, which is a, a symbol of him, you know, like the, the birth of life. He's so intrigued because later on in the film, he sees that butterfly die. Isn't that the same butterfly that knocks over the treehouse? Exactly. Yeah. That butterfly's a dick. <laughs> that butterfly is just trying to live, but he's, that butterfly is Jack. Let's talk about this treehouse a little bit. So when Jack goes to school finally, he does make friends, uh, which is a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Right? He makes friends fairly easily. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? It's Yeah, because the first day, it's pretty shitty. 
Second day, of course, they call him to play basketball. And him being of the size that he is, of course, he's going to slam he it. it. He plays Shaq all the time. J-Lo calls him Shaq. And she I, does. And that was a, a backhanded compliment because she was pointing at uh, his notes and he spelt the word when wrong without an H. Mm-hmm. He points at it. She says, you could be the next Shaq. Saying A, he's, uh, I don't know you that, could be pretty stupid. I, I didn't read it as that. That's what I read it as. I read it as, as she had to, because she's saying something to each student. Yeah. And talking about the paperwork, she went to that and made it look like she was talking about something, but really she's talking about recess. But that's just like their little moment. No, but I think it was a double uh, Maybe. Double I meaning. didn't see it like that because Shaq is actually very smart. He's got a doctorate degree and he owns six businesses and is on the chairman of the board of Papa John's Does he Pizza. have a doctorate degree? Really? He does. He's a doctor. Of what? Dr. Shaq. I don't fucking know, but he is a doctor. I would love to see that evidence because I cannot believe that. Are you going to look it up right now? Shaq is a doctor, and he's an NBA all-time leading scorer, and you show that man the respect he deserves. Bill Cosby was a fake doctor. Okay? I'm not he had defending an Bill degree, Cosby And everyone has to call him Dr. Cosby because of that fucking TV show. Dr. But Shaq, Zulu, Shaq is a fucking doctor. I like how they called it the Cosby show, even though no one in there was named Cosby. They're the Huxtables. Shaquille O'Neal received a doctoral degree in education from Barry University. Did he pay it for that shit? No, dude. It's He legitimately got it? He got it. He went back to school because he promised his mom that he'd get his degree. Then that's heartwarming. I'm for it, man. I'm yeah. not how about you, trying how to about diss you, him. How about you say something to Shaq right now and apologize for saying that you didn't think he was smart enough to be a doctor? Why? Because he's a basketball player? Because he's eight feet tall? Because he has no. size 23 feet? There's just a lot of footage of him out there that just kind of shows how ditzy he is. I think, so it's a little harder I think to he is one of the best method actors. In no, history. stop. Get out. I'm not going to. I think Shaq it. knows what he's saying a and knows what he's doing. And he just is fucking so icy deep, hot commercials. Is so deep into his, he's so deep into this character of Shaq that he's able to do it in everything from general commercials to TNT in between the games to being on a show doing the Shaq thing to being a DJ. Shaq can do anything. Why does it seem that you're more passionate about Shaq's education and his career more so than you are about this film? This film was heartwarming. You're like talking dissing me about this Shaq. film. No, okay, no I'm, way. I'm, I'm not dissing this film at all. I haven't said one bad thing about the film. You've, you've been like really playing up on the fact that you think it's cringy. Of course it's supposed to be. I said sometimes. the part where he climbs into bed with his parents is cringy, which <laughs> it is. I dare you to try that tonight. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. Just <laughs> thinking about it makes me want to vomit. Of course vomit. it's super weird. <laughs> it's thank Super you. weird. Thank you. Back to the film. Back to Shaq. <laughs> Back to Shaq. Back no. to Shaq. What? Shaq to Shaq instead of back to back. Whatever. It's a song, but you only listen to Paul Anka. I don't put that out there. I listen to way more artists than Paul Anka. This movie was released on my birthday, so kind of Jack and me have the same birthday. When's his actual birthday in this film? They don't say. They say it once. Do they? Yeah. He comes in and uh, J-Lo asks, like, when's your birthday? He does. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. We'll have to look back at that. So then the day he graduated was on my birthday? <laughs> I don't know. But um, I want to talk about his friends. I want to talk about the Sandlot kids that he meets. Yes. The who was your favorite friend? <laughs> the kid with the greasy Mexi hair. Louis. Yeah. Louis. Okay. It's kind of weird that that. I want to see the moment in time that they skip past where Robin Williams oh. has to tell Louis, "Hey, made out with your mom." Or or where like he's hanging out with Louis because you know like he they hung out all through middle school and high school and shit like that. Yeah. So like I would like to see the day where Fran Drescher comes home from work on like in middle school to to knowing that Louis is hanging out with his friend and then she's like, "Wait a minute." Yeah. I you out of what the we wait this is uh, weird. Oh. I gotta go to the bathroom and she runs away and never looks him in the eye again because it's weird that she made out with her son's friend. I would also pay to see the episode. 
of this should have been a TV show because I would love to see Robin Williams do like every day, every year. I uh-huh. want to see him like be a freshman in high school. I want to see him like be a sophomore and studying for the SATs. I want to see him be a junior and like try and get a date to prom. Mm-hmm. I want to see him be a senior and like his girlfriend moves away to, to a different that. college. I wish that they had shown more of a progression of him growing up in this yeah. film, but it's really hard to pack seven years into one film. Uh, they they did more than that on Benjamin Button. Yeah, I mean, but Benjamin <laughs> Button was a longer film, arguably. I, this is a two-hour movie. Was it two hours? I didn't uh, look at the runtime. One fifty-three. That's an hour right. Fifty-three minutes. So they're not hiding time. Yeah, it just says seven years later, and then he's graduating. Tell me about who's your favorite Sandlot kid? I kind kid of liked Eddie. Eddie, you are, Eddie was you hilarious. Because you are Eddie, and I'm I'm Louis. not Eddie. You're, wow. I'm just saying I'm not Eddie. I don't think I am. Well, who are you then? I mean- You're Eddie. Probably none of them. Did you see how Eddie danced? No, I don't dance like that. I don't think you've ever seen me dance. I've seen you dance like Eddie. No, I think arguably I could be a better dancer than you are. No way. Yeah. I'm a trained dancer. We recorded. Stop throwing that around. What it's does true. trained it's, mean? It's fact. We have a certification. I've taken classes. How many have you taken? I've taken classes too. I danced at Six Flags, which I don't know how to really compare that to your how, classes. How many classes have you taken? Because I've taken multiple classes. Classes. Okay. What, uh, what classes did you take? I've taken jazz dance. I've taken tap dance. I've taken uh, salsa dance class. You are stroking Bachata, so hard merengue. right now. Stroking. I've never heard of a more masturbatory sentence in my life. You asked me a question. You asked me which classes I've taken, and then it's I answer in your response. It's your that, delivery. Oh, I don't know why you would say all this stuff. That's so gross that you would say, I'm answering your question, you fucking asshole. Yeah, dude, but you're answering it like- <laughs> But I'm I've answering taken... the question. I'm answering you still the remember question. how to do tap dance? Are you setting me? Yeah, I still have tap shoes. You do? Also- When's the last time you put it on? Uh, Probably since I took class. But, um, but I did like that Robin Williams has the light-up shoes. As an adult? The light-up sneaks. Because I don't have light-up sneaks as an adult, but I do still have a pair of Heelys that fit. Really? Yes, sir. Have you put those on recently? Uh, no, because I it's I don't have a place to wear them. At, in the house. I think you have hardwood floor, right? You no, have some I'm not going to wear it in the house. That's ridiculous, bro. Just the tiles in your kitchen? I'm waiting for an excuse to go to Costco. That was the best place to wear them. You kind of live on a hill. You can put it on and just... You clearly have never worn Heelys. No, dude. If you think that you can ride them down a hill. I've tried my friend's Heelys on before. (laughs) Fucking ate shit. I wore them out in school once in high school and I got in trouble. (laughs) That sounds ridiculous. I can imagine someone getting in trouble in elementary and middle school, but in high school, you're just trying to get to class faster. (laughs) They thought thought it was unsafe. (laughs) So many other things are unsafe in high school. So you're not Eddie then. Who's your favorite Sandlot kid? He was my favorite. I just don't really identify with him. Who do you identify with? I, I don't man? know yet. I don't know I don't yet. Know, yeah. Really, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't I didn't observe the children as much because the person I was paying attention to the most was Jack. Uh, Jack was, I mean, the movie was tiled after him. Uh, and I, I don't know. I, this really was, uh, I brought this movie to you because I do think it touches on like some very serious notes, how quick life can be. And to, it, it hits on like, Imagine having a midlife crisis at 10 years old where your mind is not capable yet of understanding everything around you. You're having growing pains simultaneously as you're having a midlife crisis. He's brushing his hair and hair is falling out. And that scene where he's looking in the mirror and he's trying to cope with not only assimilating in the society of all these 10-year-old kids, but he's also trying to understand like my time is running out. The clock is ticking yeah. exponentially faster than other kids. Like how how do I keep up with growing up when I'm growing too fast? And that that gave me chills and goosebumps and like even in the beginning 
it's I'm already was already tearing up when it was showing him as a baby because his life is going to be significantly short. Can you imagine looking at your own son knowing that his or her funeral is going to occur before yours? And to have the fear of like, is this a genetic disease? Because they're also very fearsome of having another child. And what if they Careful. have that same disease? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's a disease or if they just got lucky, so to speak. But yeah, uh, yeah it's it's a weird you know, phenomenon. Um, I don't know. I'll tell you the part that really got to me was when Bill Cosby decides when they kind of have their falling out. And Bill Cosby's like, you know, um, not, it's not very often that you see a shooting star. And yeah. when you see one, you know, you really have to understand the greatness that there it is and the specialty of it. Yeah. And Robin Williams says, like, I don't want to be a shooting star. I just want to be a regular star. Mm-hmm. And I thought that part was very deep and very intense for a pseudo 10 year old child to kind of think yeah. about that and realize, yeah, everything's going to be different for me. And like how many people yeah. want to be different? How many people want to be a shooting star? And when you are different, when you are that thing, you know, the grass is always greener. And, and... on the other side. Exactly. Bill Cosby had the, the best uh, response to that by saying. Uh, Jack, you're never going to be a normal star. You're always going to be spectacular. And that's crazy because like at 10 years old in fifth grade, that is, you know, grade school is the pinnacle of when you are trying to find yourself. And Mm. a lot of people try to find themselves um, by assimilating. Like you think it's crazy that you gain a sense of belonging only by feeling like you can assimilate. But like when really it is, your sense of belonging is like, it, it's really just, it's up to you. It's a mindset, dude. You could mm. be as different and special as possible and that'll make you belong even more. Because what's the point if there's a hundred thousand other individuals like you? You, you, could, you gotta just be you. And I know what I'm spewing out might just sound cheesy as fuck, but like that took me a while, especially like being a new student and coming to Benicia I I definitely felt like an outcast and the most I wanted to be was to just be like everyone else. I noticed that I had an accent and like that I was getting made fun for it. So so you admitted that you had an accent. Of course. <sighs> well, it comes down to comedy and I'm pretty sure you could you could relate with this when you are it a comes comedian. Down to- you kind of we have comedy the joke is funnier so I finally admit that I had an accent. Dude, of course it's self-deprecating jokes. No, but but you're right. I do get what you're saying, and and I would like to say that I 100% disagree. I think we opened, we welcomed you with open arms in middle school, mm-hmm. and we were just like, "Hey, here's a new kid. He probably needs some help with his English homework. Comes to next to me at lunch." This is fucked up. What you're doing? <laughs> Don't try to manipulate the situation. You definitely made me feel like an outcast. Oh. That made me grow thicker skin. You're welcome. No, nope. hey, Don't take credit for that. Don't take credit for that. Hey. Nope. If 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 that makes you a stronger better human you're welcome christian nope there's a series of other events that the next thing that i'd like to talk about you asshole don't take that don't reap the rewards where it's not due you know you don't have to say thank you but just know that you're welcome wow mm-hmm. wow you, mm-hmm. you feel good about yourself you feel like you you single hand single-handedly changed my life you definitely played a part <laughs> i have some things to thank you about but i'm not gonna like give you an award I think without me, you'd have paper skin and glass bones, buddy boy. Nah. I think nah. without me, you're just a tiny unicorn afraid to go out into the forest. But with me, you're a mighty, majestic Pegasus. Wow. You really... Today's a real stroganoff day for you. 
No, not once, actually. And it's pretty late in the day. But uh, you know what? I'm trying to stay sharp. I'm trying to stay with it. Um, uh, do Wait, you have any last Are you telling me when say? you masturbate, you're no longer sharp? <laughs> I turn into a blob. I turn into a ditto from Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see those, those old weed commercials when it was like, this could be you on pot? And it's just like a deflated yeah. person on the couch. Yeah. I was always thought to myself, where can I get that pot? <laughs> that weed is going to mess that me up. That looks insane. I will pay top dollar. And also the other commercial with the talking dog. Uh-huh. I would love, where's the weed that makes my dog talk? You're calling like all these weed delivery services. Hey, I'd like the... the... Hey, where's the one that makes my dog talk? Excuse me? Yeah, yeah, you know, the one that says like... You uh, got the one that turns me into mush? Which is the one that makes my brother drown in a pool? Do you which remember is... that commercial? <laughs> oh, Yo, no, just that's tell your depressing. Brother, like, just tell your brother you couldn't watch him because you were getting stoned. And then the other one would be like him like waiting at school and no one came to pick him up. It's like, just tell your brother you forgot to pick him up because you were out getting stoned. And it's like, why the fuck wouldn't you just walk home? Why yeah, are you waiting for so home. long? That's Dumb a kids. shitty feeling, Dumb though. Kids. I, I've definitely been left at school because someone you forgot to pick me up. Me too. My own father forgot to leave, pick me up from school. And once. not going to lie, that's where I my creativity boosted the most. I wasn't even at a school near my home. I was at DVC when they did this College for Kids program, and my dad never picked me up. <laughs> and you can't just <laughs> walk across middle, the bridge. Like middle school. Like alone on this college campus That's wild. for hours, and you had those transition shades on in a, in a middle part. You you were in danger, and you wonder <laughs> why I fuck with you, huh? Yeah, because so you could climb up the rungs of the ladder of the school hierarchy. Only one thing that's wrong here, buddy, and that's me. Um, uh, Christian, what's up? Your name? Yeah. Say it out loud. Christian Baltazar. Excellent. Just testing. Uh, do you have a best person on Title One? Uh, I do, and I hate that I have to. Don't do, be it. A, a Don't do it. Be a cheapskate and give it. it to the man. But I'm going to give it to Robin Williams. I do want to give an honorary mention to Francis Ford Coppola mm-hmm. for tackling a film that is wildly different than other films that he's tackled sure. before, like the Godfather trilogy. It's definitely not the Apocalypse Godfather. Now. This is way different, but I still think it's just as impactful. Sure. All right. And uh, Robin Williams, of course, acting up a storm. Being a forty-year-old man playing a ten-year-old boy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is still a forty-year-old man. Forty-year-old boy, uh, able to make us feel. Um, I think he did a fantastic job. The part where I cried, I didn't even say it. The part where I cried the most was his graduation speech. No, when I cried the most was when he was wearing the oxygen mask, hiding from his friends. Oh, when everyone was outside and they came up with mm-hmm, the master like, Jack, plan. Come outside to just show how much he was loved. Anyways, why'd you cry at the graduation thing? What was it that got you? I mean, it just says seven years later, and you see him, he has to put on reading glasses because his eyesight is going. He's got dope shoes, though. He's got dope shoes, some dope sneaks on, still walking up that stage and getting his diploma, being valedictorian, might I say. It is kind of weird, though, that he hops out of that car, and, and okay, ah, one weird thing at that graduation, uh, is that grandma sitting next to the sister? I think so. The so really a, old lady? We see her getting out of the car also. We see her get out of the car before Robin Williams gets out of the car. Uh-huh. Does he have a grandma? We never get to... Either I, that or he has a girlfriend that has the, the same, same exact age. disease. I need to see more about that woman. He they, needs more how, romance in his life. How dare they drop that little nugget in the last two minutes of this film? Dude, they dropped so many nuggets in the last two minutes of the film. First he, of all, they show do everyone do growing up. To, do you think he gets to go to college? Um, I think he can tackle four more years i think he probably dies at his college graduation and that would have been very dramatic so he's 18 he ages four times as fast as humans that means he is 72 if he even makes it no one yeah what is he 72 at 18 
That's 40, 40 times. Yeah. Eight times four. Yeah. 72. When he's 28. Just check my math. No, it's because he was doing that those calculations in class. Yeah, but when that's he's 28, when he's, he's going to be 112. Which is crazy. And that's uh, for the project when they are asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he says, I want to be alive. Oh, my Whoa. heart. Woof. My heart, dude. My hurt. Um, my best person on Saddle One. Yes. Is... Honorary mention goes to uh, J-Lo's booty. Uh, J-Lo's booty <laughs> gets her own credit? Yeah. That's disgusting. You're disgusting. Uh, but my best person on said award is Francis Ford Coppola. It's I think a great to thing direct that he Robin did Williams and to get the most out of him like this is only something that a great director can do. Because otherwise, you can just let Robin Williams do his crazy thing and then you end up with things like Death to Smoochie. Uh, and, uh-huh. and it's just like him going off the most him going so having somebody like francis ford coppola to be able to really get what he's looking for get the story across really push it to that next level i think it was good i absolutely agree alondra i have a question yeah what is the official icbtb rating for this movie bonkers you just give it a bonkers you realize good that's a four out of five yeah i have to disagree i give this movie a five out of five, you're aka generous. you're pretty generous. It can be that good. This movie is great. If it makes you cry, that is an automatic five points Bonkers. out of a five out of five scale. Bonkers. Bon- okay, bonkers. Four out of five for you. Uh, it can't be that good for me. Solid five out of fives. Is it? Yeah. And Jack didn't reach that potential. It got close. Uh, I'd have to disagree. Since we unveiled this list, well, you're wrong. What? This is completely subjective. These but, are all opinions. No, sir. These are facts. To you, all your own, my facts. friend. You could believe what you want to believe, but I think this was a masterpiece. One last thing I want to talk about before we do sign off uh-huh. is the scene where he asks J-Lo <laughs> to go to the dance with him. With the gummy bears? With the, what? This man is a better man than men are nowadays. He took the time to pick out all of the red gummy bears, enough to fill a full Ziploc bag of it and give it to his teacher. And he, he was thinking so advanced and outside of the box he was like well i can't ask any of the girls to dance in my grade because physically i'm so much older than they are and so he found some i don't think that's what he's saying i think as a small boy sometimes you develop crushes for your teachers he says it though he does say it he says i can't he literally says i "I can't ask them but of course he's having a crush on a teacher i would have a crush on (laughs) j-lo if i were a fetus dude (laughs) <laughs> that's a disgusting thing to say but you know what i mean i, I would kind if of. i was a kid i would have a crush on a teacher if J-Lo i had teacher. on a j-lo teacher i had a crush on my fifth grade teacher might i say sasha petroff if you're listening to the sasha petroff don't know if that's still your last name because you probably got married <laughs> fuck but <laughs> probably that too yes he kisses her and j-lo isn't too phased by it you see jayla at graduation she got a man yeah that's what i'm saying at the end of this movie in the last two minutes they just shoehorned a bunch of things in everybody got a man fran dresch got a guy yes who seems kind of like a dick yeah. and then uh i wonder J-Lo if that's lewis's real dad and he just came back no i think lewis's real dad is an astronaut <laughs> don't and this movie is linked to armageddon and <laughs> no, no no it's linked to alien and his 
Mom is Susan Sarandon. No, his mom is Fran Drescher. No, no, that's who's raising him as a mother. This is why you're rating these movies as bonkers. Because in your mind, because I'm reading so much. You're like reading so much into it. All the hypotheticals uh, are bonkers themselves. This is crazy. This dude. is the prelude to Battlestar Galactica. Stop right there. Stop right there. My name is Alejandro, and you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Christian has asthma. What? No, stop doing that joke. I'm not going to say follow me on Instagram at call underscore me Jesus. Too bad you did. You can follow us at ICBTB Podcast. Check out our website at ICBTB.com. Yeah. Or it can't be that bad.com. Don't forget to rate and review us. And subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And I'd like to give a shout out to the show Jeopardy. I think Alex Trebek is a uh, gift to the world. Uh, And if there's only one good thing that Canada has ever done, it's give us Alex Trebek. You know, and I have other things to say about Canada. Thank you for Will Sasso. Thank you for Seth Rogen. And uh, thank you for being so nice. But one thing I do have to say as well is why your book price is a little bit higher than U.S. dollars. Just got to say. Their money's different. It's funny money up there. Funny money. All right. Thanks, Canada. Like Monopoly. It's like when you go up there, they have this currency that's based on